0: Seven candidates are gearing up to take the debate stage on Wednesday in California. California. At the Reagan Library. Ooh, with the big plane? I hope so. Yes. I love me some Reagan Library. We'll talk about that. Great Britain has a new survey out. Everyone is infinitely more secular and liberal in Great Britain on every single issue. Eh. Sans one. Except one. We'll talk about which one that is today. And the VA, not Virginia, Veterans Affairs, the The VA hospital, hospital Mm -hmm. is uh, pushing abortion. We'll play you a leaked clip from that. We'll play you a leaked clip, and trust me, it's weird. All of it today on the Palmetto Family Matters Show. Welcome in to the Palmetto Family Matters show, fastest growing, strongest conservative talk show in the state of South Carolina, coming to you live on this Tuesday afternoon. Happy to be with you here as we secure our slot at being your post-noon talk for the day, locally, no there's more, not much of that.
1: No more... Afternoon blues,
0: two o'clock. Oh
1: no, man, this
0: is your t- this is your afternoon pick me up. If you're if you're if you're a if you're a Gamecock fan, then you pop this on right after Shane Beamer talks every Tuesday, and you've got your football and you've got your news shortly after And and speaking of news, there is a ton to get to on this yeah. Tuesday. It is Tuesday, September twenty sixth in the year of oh, our Lord two thousand twenty three. That's where the ding happens. All, All right,
1: well. because we are live. So so.
0: The debate is coming up on Wednesday. It's going to be a great,
1: great debate.
0: Except we're going to be missing a guy
1: uh, again, and a couple more.
0: Yeah, we're, couple well, we're, we're missing people for a couple different reasons. Yeah,
1: one guy in particular. Yes, Donald John Trump,
0: forty well, forty
1: five, president of the United
0: States. He said yesterday in Somerville. By the way, the president was former president was in Somerville yesterday. He said that uh, they they say. That these debates are like job interviews. Well, I'm not interested. Wait, you're not interested in the job. Or you're not interested in the interview. He's
1: not interested in lowering his standard to meet the expectations of those on the stage. Soft bigotry he's, of low expectations. He's far beyond
0: them. All right. Well, if that's the case, and they're menial. Station. Seven, seven candidates, otherwise known here and as the also-rans, are going to be on the stage on Wednesday. Were there nine in the last debate? Eight.
1: Eight. Okay, so I was told yesterday or listening yesterday. One crossed the threshold. Oh, really? Asa crossed the threshold? <clears throat>
0: Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, former South Carolina governor and okay. ambassador to the United Nations okay. Nikki Haley, will be there along with South Carolina Senator Tim Scott, entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy. will find out which stance he takes tomorrow and how many times it flips. Who knows? Former Vice President Mike Pence, former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie, and North Dakota Governor Burgum. Doug Burgum. Really? So Mr. Asa, Eyebrows. Asa's out,
1: Burgum's in.
0: Yeah, there was a heightened polling and fundraising standard for the Wednesday debate. Right. Asa did not meet that. Well,
1: As of yesterday, poor guy. It's none of my concern. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Um, He won't won't be on the stage. It. It. it, As of yesterday, Burgum hadn't met the threshold. So wow. Sneaks into the nick of time, kind of like North Dakota normally does. North Dakota's
0: spot in the union. I think they snuck in in the nick of time. (laughs) Anyway, the debate is set for nine p.m. Eastern on wednesday which is six september 27th right. hosted by fox business network and univision dana perino will be one of the moderators Ooh. which is a big deal okay. i mean it's a big deal to be a moderator of a debate yeah, i would love is. to moderate a debate um it was taking place of course as we mentioned at the president reagan, ronald reagan presidential <laughs> library i would love to visit yeah. one day on my next yeah. trip to california got i'm going to for force i'm going to force my in-laws to drive me to simi valley because i have to go it's like mecca right you got to
1: go especially for a guy like this <laughs> however Reaganite. Through However,
0: through. there's a separate showdown this week Ooh. in Michigan because Ooh. today President Joe Biden is traveling to meet and and stand along in the picket line with the United Auto Workers, and so is Donald Trump. Trump's going there on Wednesday, and Trump's also skipping the first debate, saying that he could bypass them all. This, according to CNN, on Monday he called Republican primary debates stupid. End quote. <laughs> 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 yeah. I so, used to be a part of those, so, not anymore. So again, I will say some of his greatest moments are from those debate stages. Oh yeah, specifically yes. You're a terrible the nasty one, woman. The what? No, specifically the one? one at the Ronald Reagan Presidential Library. Yes. where he told oh, Jeb yeah. Bush, Jeb Bush, to shush, he'll kill it, his campaign. Silence. He said Rand Paul had a funny looking face. Like all of those were major moments. Now, really quick, a look at the polling. By the way,
1: by the way, just as an aside. Yes. There's another debate happening next. I'm sorry, two months from now in the month end, of November,
0: the best month of the uh, like, best month of like, the calendar. So,
1: like, clear your clear your Black Friday day. plans. Is November? It on Black the, Friday? No, I don't think it's on. It's on November the thirtieth. Uh, thirty days have September, April, June. It's and It's the last day of November. So they're thirty.
0: It's the it's the it's I don't know the week after. Um, it's literally a week after Thanksgiving.
1: All right, so Thursday, November the thirtieth. Two governors facing off in a debate.
0: Henry and Master and Brian Kemp. Ooh,
1: that'd be fun. That would be really fun. I mean, they would like shake hands and then shake hands and then shake hands, then shake hands some more. No, um, I think the debate would be on who has the more genuine Southern accent. That's close. I'm gonna keep on chopping. I'm versus go Henry. I do declare it's Henry. Yeah, for sure. He's got that real accent. It does. No, yeah. Deep in the heart of the South, where to be determined. Georgia, just, oh,
0: okay. in Atlanta,
1: possibly
0: Athens. You <laughs> went on the field at Sanford. Atlanta, Georgia, is okay. the
1: perceived location okay. for a November thirtieth debate between Governor of Florida Ron. Ron DeSantis and Governor of California Gavin Newsom. That's
0: why he didn't. That's why he vetoed that bill. Get ready, ladies and gents. Is Gavin is He's Gavin ramping up? Is Gov Gav about to run for president? Gov Gav They're about is, to push Joe Biden out of the way, aren't they? They're about to push that frail old man down the flight of stairs.
1: No, not down they're, the flight of stairs. They're gonna wheel him into the room where he watches Perry Mason.
0: They're, they're gonna wheel him into the room and then they're just gonna dump him down the elevator shaft.
1: No, they won't do that. They'll let him sit in front of the T V like a
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. Give
1: him a give him an insure and <laughs> let him enjoy so, time.
0: so according to the latest RCP averages, by the way, and in and in, in when it comes to GOP polling, Donald Trump is up by forty three points. I mean, you pick in South Carolina, the, he's up by thirty two.
1: When's when was the latest South Carolina poll? I was looking uh, earlier,
0: November fourth okay. or September fourteenth through eighteenth by okay. Fox Business. Okay, Trump plus twenty eight, but the RCP average. Trafalgar did one in August. Yep. Yep. that's a very old um number plus 34 University
1: of New Hampshire the CNN their poll has him up by 26 as of last Wednesday they ran another poll in which they posited that every positioned every Republican candidate against Joe Biden wins Joe Biden beats every Republican candidate in the state of New Hampshire Oh in the state of New in Hampshire in the state of New oh, okay. Hampshire he beats every one of them by double digits whatever Trump being the closest Ooh. and believe it or not Tim Scott being the second closest at 12 and 13, respectively.
0: So, as we move into the debate, and I won't spend a lot of time on this, we'll spend more time on this probably Friday after the debate. We won't have a show on Thursday. We'll do one on Friday. Um, I want, I'm hopeful that we get better answers from these candidates when it comes to the issue of life. You mean we're not going to talk about pop culture songs? and? Dear gracious goodness, I hope not. I hope this debate's better. I have my doubts. Here's I, a ba-
1: uh, here's to a bag of fudge rounds that it's not. A couple
0: of things, good call. A couple of things that I'm looking for. Number one, does Ron DeSantis go on the offensive more? His numbers have plummeted more in the last couple can of weeks. He,
1: can he get out of the policy wonk vein? And for and I'm not deriding, I'm not no, poo-pooing really on his good on parade. Policy. He's really good on policy. Prove can it, he can he show an executive tone? Instead of, well, in Florida, we did this, and in Florida, we did that. Instead, can he say, here's what the American people want and so desperately need, and as your executive, the chief executive, the president of the United States, for the next eight years, I will do this. I mean, he's got a great plan based on what he's done in the state of Florida, but we don't need someone who's going to get down in the weeds on all this Yes, behind closed doors, yes. Mm -hmm. But the American people need someone who can clearly, efficiently articulate a vision for the American people.
0: So, can Ron DeSantis do that? Can we see Tim Scott actually talk more? Does Mike Pence stay on the offensive? Does Vivek Ramaswamy change his opinion on everything a thousand times again? we find
1: out does nikki haley continue to surge she's she's now in second place she's 30 points behind trump in new
0: hampshire but i'm telling you that 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 lady has blitzed iowa and blitzed new hampshire I'm not saying that she'll win in Iowa or New Hampshire. She's, what spent, I am, she's
1: spending time and money there.
0: What I am saying is she's doing the things you're supposed to... She's doing the things that you need to do in order to contend in Iowa and New Hampshire, and she surged after the last debate. Does she have a similar debate performance that surges her again? Now, I will say I disagree with her on the abortion issue in what she's said so far in that you, you've got... Uh, this idea that we are, we've demonized abortion for too long. I, I don't know what that means. Um, it
1: means she's trying to curb uh, curb the enthusiasm I of agree. the right Yeah, and I agree with her that we haven't had,
0: we haven't had more than 45 legitimate pro-life senators. I agree with that. And again, okay. if you want to get consensus on a federal piece of legislation, that's fine. Just, again, if anybody's campaign is listening, as you debate prep today, hear me. I will be a pro-life president and lead from the front and work to ensure that we get more pro-life representatives and senators elected to each house and each chamber of Congress in the hopes that one day I will be the president to sign the most pro-life piece of legislation into federal law. Saving innocent lives. It's that simple. And and with all due respect, you'll get that in a second, to
1: um, Nikki Haley. Sure. Uh, With all due respect, thank you. (laughs) The joke didn't land. To our friends in Iowa, New Hampshire, Nevada, that's the name of her book. God bless there you go. God bless them all. You know, yeah. it's a great day in those states as well. And but in California, tomorrow. in South Carolina, we pick presidents. Correct. So I, I get it. And and President Trump but, spent eight days at the end of the month in Iowa. They're blitzing the, the the retail politics center of the universe in New Hampshire, Nevada's getting its fair share. But let me tell you this: South Carolina will be the tipping point for the Republican if, nominee for president of the United States. If
0: Trump were to finish second in either Iowa or New Hampshire but then come to South Carolina and, and win it, and totally redeems himself. Ball game. Ball game. Call it. It's like it's like it's like, it's like getting it's like a it's like a drive with 4 minutes left in the sure. ball game and sure. you have no timeouts and you throw an interception. Ask Ted Cruz. Ted yeah.
1: Cruz and, and I was part of you know and Marco, I was part matter. of the Ted Cruz campaign in 2015 2016. When Ted Cruz won Iowa, man, we were stoked. Coming a distant second or third in New Hampshire, who won New Hampshire? I'm was Marco? To, I am trying. Marco, it probably was. I believe it was Trump. And then we get to South Carolina, and it's like, has anybody seen Ted Cruz? And yes, we won several other states. Went almost uh, second, went deepest in the in the primary. See John Kasich. Um, Carly Fiorina, Trump ran away. Yeah, with
0: it. distant third behind Trump yeah. and Kasich. Yeah, that's what I, I remember. Yeah, that was rough. And then
1: Jeb, uh,
0: yeah, Jeb ended up dropping out after yep. South Carolina. Yep. Well, uh, exactly. Please clap. Exactly. Please clap. And
1: then Super Tuesday. Be, to be honest with you, by the time these first four states are done, Super Tuesday would be a foregone conclusion. Agreed. If and, and 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 you know maybe if if you're a Trump person. Uh, this sounds like a victorious moment. If you're not a Trump person, it sounds like we're waving the white flag. Listen, it's still up for grabs. Absolutely. It's still up for grabs. But if anybody's going to make a move and gain ground and beat Donald Trump in Iowa, New Hampshire, Nevada, South Carolina, they're going to have to do that mm. Yesterday.
0: Yeah. Well, I think the person who's best set for that right now looks to be Nikki Haley. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Looks to be Governor Haley. Um, I've said from the beginning, never count her out. She can fundraise and campaign with the best of them. Oh, yeah. So she's don't, sharp. don't count her out. And don't, again, if all this is playing, don't count her out for a VP pick either. I'm and, just saying. And and
1: she's, she, the one thing that she... And you parlay that with she, a one-term president. And I'll say South Carolina's native son, Tim Scott, have both going for them, is they're conservative with a smile. They can say with all due respect and bless your heart and, you know, mama wanted a preacher and take a look at my socks. Yeah. And still not literally, but you, figuratively punch you in the face with policy.
0: Yeah. Uh, all that to say, With right all now, due respect. all that to say, right now, Trump is enjoying his largest lead in general yes. election polling. Yes, and ABC Wapo poll has him up by eleven over Joe Biden. Again, that is that is taking into account that he gets a lot of the minority vote. I think that minority vote comes home for the Democrats in twenty twenty four. We got a long way to go. We got a long way to go, but I think it's important for us to continue to watch debates, continue to get your finger on the pulse of the nation. Again, our friends in Iowa. The family leader. Um. It it's getting chippy in Iowa. They're getting they're they're
1: they're in the thick of it. There's <laughs> pastors. Our, our friends at Faith Wins are doing pastors events all across um, uh, the country. There's there's some in South Carolina today and tomorrow. Um, go check out their website to find out where David Barton is going to be with these pastors events. Yeah. I think in the Upstate Rock Hill area. Excellent. Um, Can we go? Yeah, We get in the car right now. Uh, Yay. All right. Um,
0: (laughs) But, yeah. Yeah.
1: So, we're going to see... By the way, you want to see a meteoric rise? Look at that red line of Nikki Haley.
0: It's after the last debate.
1: I mean... Yeah. September the 17th, she takes off. And there's really no one even close to her in in rise.
0: You know, and... I know people in South Carolina probably have varying opinions of her and her time as governor and how it ended and why it ended and things of that sort. But when you listen to her talk policy as we did at Vision yeah, 24, absolutely.
1: When we kicked when, off I, the when, presidential I mean, she was
0: sitting on stage with with Bill Jones from yeah. Columbia International University. I had a I had an opportunity to sit with her for yeah. about 45 minutes on the podcast. When no one when yeah, no one was room. in the That's room right. it was me and her and her team. Um when she's talking policy y'all, there's there are a few that beat yep, her. I'm yep. serious, and this is not an endorsement of her. I'm just saying, these are qualities that you look for. She would be that legislative balance mm-hmm. to a to a Trump presidency. Now, really quickly before we move on to our next topic. Latest NBC news polling finds that Republicans have a 21-point advantage on which party better handles the economy. of registered voters picked the GOP, while just 28% picked Democrats. That's the largest lead Republicans have held on this question in the NBC News poll since they started running it back in 1991. It's the economy, stupid. And what you're going to see is you're going to see a lot of folks being trotted out by the administration to quell this problem. Uh, Really quickly, before we move on to uh, Great Britain, here's Mayor Pete when asked on ABC, uh, their Sunday show on ABC, why are Biden's polling numbers so low? Listen to how he frames it. What do you say to the 44% of Americans who say they are worse off now than they were before Biden took office.
1: Well, look, uh, we all know the economic pressure that Americans have felt uh, when the president took office, the economy was flat on its back. But we're also getting extraordinary results. More than 13 million jobs created. That's more than any presidential term in American history. And yes, it takes a while for people to feel the full benefits of those results, just like it's going to take a while to build all of the infrastructure that we're now underway on with the president's generational infrastructure bill but he got the bill done after president after president congress after congress couldn't make it happen he did we're getting the results on the economy so there
0: are two things that are wrong there number one the economy was not flat on its back again i want to make sure we remember let's go back 2020 we see, forced see our, COVID. i mean we forced us no but we forced ourselves into an artificial yes. coma yeah and then the artificial coma leads to an artificial rebuild and 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 the and the 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 infl- The currency gets hyperinflated because we keep spending, 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 and that's the last guy, too.
1: Sweet Pete here must be drinking the same Kool-Aid that President Obama was for almost
0: all eight years of his presidency. Yeah, it's always the last guy's fault. I mean... mm, You know what? mm. You're having trouble affording eggs, gas. The price of your grocery bill has probably doubled. You know whose fault it is? It's Trump's fault.
1: Donald Trump's fault. You know what? Core inflation is down. Core inflation is down. Yeah, let's take out food and energy. Yeah, right. You, you keep saying that core inflation is down, and if you say it long enough and loud enough, people, people believe, believe you, you yeah. until they go to fill up their gas tank and pay three forty nine for a gallon of unleaded baseline eighty seven gas. Yeah, like I did this morning.
0: And then he, it, the the best part is that's well, pe- well, people just aren't feeling the the good effects yet. It takes time. So, so you see what they do. No, it's the last guy's fault, and, oh, you won't feel our effects until the next guy comes in. But don't, it's not the next guy who did that. It's, uh, it's us. Another guy who went on MB, MSNBC, MSDNC, however you want to put it, with Jen Psaki. No one's
1: watching anyways.
0: Representative Eric Swalwell took a break from Fang Fang and decided to come on MSNBC to talk with Jen Psaki. And she's going to circle back a little bit. I was going to say, the name of her show isn't Circle Back. No, it's The Inside. The Inside. The Room Uh, Where It Happens. The Room Where It Happens. Because (laughs) MSNBC and the DNC is in the same room inside. Also known as the Oval Office. Here's here's (laughs) Representative Eric Swalwell and his take on Republicans and Joe Biden.
1: You know, nature abhors a vacuum in a void. uh, Republicans, you know, will continue to tell lies uh, about President Biden. And and that's in part why I, I think his approval rating is as low as it is, is that they tell these lies we don't punch back hard enough we play on our side of the field rather than theirs and then on the right wing uh media ecosystem it just reinforces those lies and then they use the low poll numbers to justify why they're gonna lean in uh, even more now i see why fang fang liked
0: him he's cool so republicans lie drives down the poll numbers and then we can't do anything about it all right i
1: was just just distracted by the, the v-neck
0: the, the deep and the blood. and the I the flannel, flannel with, the,
1: with the vest. Hey, remember, get your pumpkin
0: spice latte. Dressed like it's Eric Swalwell says. Oh my gosh, yeah, I'm so annoyed by him. Anyway, he's a lumberjack. Let's go to the Guardian. <laughs> let's go across the across the pond. Did we have to. Yes. Okay. Britain headline: Britain is much more liberal minded than it was 40 years ago. Study finds. <laughs> Let me just exit out on that ad. <laughs> From attitudes to gay sex. Oh. Here we go. What from attitudes ab- to gay sex and single parenting to views on abortion and the role of women in the home? I think that's a typo. Britain has evolved into a dramatically more liberal-minded country over the last four decades. Now I'm going to blow your mind. The first of those four decades would have been 1983. Yeah, take welcome. that. The transformation in public opinion was was shown by the British Social Attitudes Survey. Examples of the ascendancy of liberal views includes attitudes towards same-sex relationships. 50% of respondents in 1983 said that same-sex relationships were always wrong, compared with 9% in 2022. A woman's right to choose an abortion, supported by 76% of people now, was only supported by 37% of people when the question was first asked 40 years ago there have been similarly sweeping changes in public attitudes towards sex before marriage having children outside of wedlock and traditional gender roles in the workplace and the home to the extent that britain quote according to the bsa quote now looks and feels like a different country from 40 years ago no kidding the study notes however that there is a change here here, here buckle up the proportion and of the british public describing themselves as not Prejudice toward transgender people fell from 82% to 64% between 2021 yep. and 2022. Yep. Similarly, in 2016, 58 of the percent, 58% of the British public agreed that transgender people should be able to have the sex on their birth certificate changed. That number fell to 30% in 2022.
1: In other words, people are waking up to the reality that is the destructive nature of of the transgender movement.
0: Well, what I would argue is the secular um, worldview hasn't reached its climax yet in that we have, they have moved the needle on a majority of issues. I mean, guys, when the majority of people believe that same-sex relationships are okay, they are infinitely destructive and wrong. Having children outside of wedlock doesn't make you a terrible person. None of these make you a terrible person. Let me frame it from there. But... In the end, having a child within the confines of a loving marriage between a man and a woman is inherently a good and virtuous thing. We get all that, right to abortion, more people, but good. good. This is all good for the secular worldview. People, as you mentioned, Mitch, are dealing with the fact that they aren't quite there yet on the trans thing. Because even the most secular of individuals cannot understand how a man can become a woman. Because it just doesn't compute in our brain. Not only that. And it's also weird. Not only that. The laws of nature, and oh, therefore don't, nature Don't is God. operate
1: in a vacuum, according uh, to Eric Swalwell. Yeah, well, don't operate like a lumberjack when you're a congressman. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, the laws of nature, and therefore nature is God declare from the foundations of a person's existence who they are. Let me say that again very clearly. When a person is created, formed, designed in their mother's womb, and yes, I said mother, not birthing person.
0: We'll get to that. Don't spoil it. In their
1: mother's womb, they are created, Genesis 127, in the image of God, and no kidding, there it is, very end of the verse, male or female. Now, don't bring your Bible into all this. Uh, let's just bring nature into it. Nature doesn't care how you feel. Nature nature t- runs its course whether you feel like doing it or not. If you, if you feel like not working, guess what? You won't eat. Now, government, government might prop you up for a little bit, but that's for a different time and place. Specifically when it comes to transgenderism, Justin, I think it's important for people to understand that. If people switch genders and mutilate their bodies, then it won't take long for a society, a culture, a way of life to cease from existing. Why? Well, just in case you're wondering, if you have little ears nearby, I'll be very careful here, but it takes a man and a woman a biological. No God created man and woman. What? To procreate. What? In other words, a Wait. boy and a girl. Uh, no, uh, no, 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 man and this. woman. A man and woman. <laughs> Thank you. You know, I'm, I'm I'm thinking in the terms of my, <laughs> I, my I, children I with you. the the boys bathroom, the girls bathroom. A man with the pants <laughs> and a lady with the dress. Never going. I told my boys never going in the one with the the dress. The man with the pants. We go to the man with the pants. That's you know how that works. Which is another ironic part. Of the transgender movement. Correct. If we do this when they're kids, they'll never have a true sense of identity, purpose. They can't answer right. the questions. And guess what? It's it's not long after that. We don't have a society. Because there That's are no the children.
0: That's the goal. Now, really quickly, I, I you're saying, well, this is Great Britain. The United he, States is interesting in this as well because... This is a Pew research study from 2022. It's a little dated, but I think it might even be worse off for the secularist at this point. Percentage of people saying that they would strongly favor protecting trans people from discrimination. 64% say that they would be in favor of protecting them from discrimination in jobs, housing, and public spaces. I think most people would agree with that because discrimination is wrong. Yes. But 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 here's the bigger kicker. Percentage of people saying whether a person is a man or a woman, and that's determined by sex assigned at birth. Now, again, your language there, you're born a boy. That's who you are. In May of 22, 60% 60 of Americans said that what you are at birth is what you are. That is up, Mitch, 6% from 2017. Mm -hmm. We go further. All adults, percentage of people saying that society has been about right in accepting people about who are transgender, 23%. 36% surveyed said that we haven't gone far enough in accepting. 38% say we've gone too far. Mm-hmm. And that number, you ready for this? That number when you split Republican lean Republican or Democrat lean Democrat. Is that a Fifty nine percent of oh, Democrats wow. say we have not gone far enough. Sixty six percent of Republicans yeah. say we've gone too far.
1: Let, let me be clear and and let me be clear. let me be clear. Which usually means I'm going to muddy the water a little bit more. This is not about hatred of a person. This is not about putting a person down.
0: Never. The I truth lift you up out
1: of it. The truth. Is the truth, is the truth, whether you like it or not. And yes, the truth must be told in grace and love and winsomely. Mm -hmm. But if we don't tell people the truth, what kind of hatred is that? That they will destroy their lives? They may destroy their children's lives? Ask Chloe Cole.
0: Yeah. And you can ask Chloe Cole. On November the 6th, we're going to be hosting an event in Spartanburg at First Baptist North Spartanburg. It is free. Go to our website, palmettofamily.org, or go to our Facebook page. If you're watching on Facebook, just scroll mm-hmm. down, click the link. You can reserve your seat there. You can also, um, if you're a business owner yeah. or, or you lead a group and you would like to help sponsor the event, there are links for you as well. That event's coming up November 6th, 7 p.m., First Baptist North Spartanburg, Chloe Cole. We are working to stop the insanity and fight against the mutilation of children yep. in South Carolina and across the country behind a litany of different ways, including help not harm legislation yep. here in South Carolina. And Chloe's going to tell her story. It's it is it is heart wrenching. It's empowering, and it's actually um, a charge. Yeah, and it has a good ending. Oh yeah. The start the start isn't very great. So get more information on that, and we'll have more of that in just a second.
1: You led the show with this. I'm a little concerned here. The
0: Department of Veterans Affairs, uh, a slideshow presentation from 2023 leaked. Thank you to huh. Libs of TikTok. I'm going to just play the first minute or so. If you're listening on podcast, you might not get the full effect as if you were watching it. But here is what the Department, U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs has to say about abortion.
1: Mental health aspects of abortion... This is part of VA's overall training series on reproductive health. Person who is pregnant is more inclusive language. However, many of the studies that exist to date have not so far included trans men or non-gender
0: binary people identified as such. Hello, my name is Emily Ashbaugh. My pronouns are she, her, and hers, and I'm really glad to be with you today. Some patients may be fearful, distrustful, or have preconceived beliefs related to reproductive healthcare, which may impact their decision-making based on their own experiences and the long history of reproductive injustice in this country. Language has a profound impact on what people hear and learn. When discussing abortion, please use these examples of clinically accurate language. There are many ways the VA can provide abortions, including on site with providers, ordering prescription medications, or performing abortion procedures in outpatient clinics and operating rooms where available. VA also amended the regulations implementing the Civilian Health and Medical Program of the Department of Veterans Affairs, CHAMP VA, to remove the exclusion on abortion counseling and Expand the circumstances under which abortions may be covered by CHAMP VA. Now, they're expanding the co- the reasons for why abortion will be covered, and, and that is obviously to deal with the whole idea of I'm not mentally or emotionally ready to have a child. Now, I'm just going to um, speak on that just for a second. Mitch, I'm going to ask you a question. When you and your wife found out that you were, that she was, you weren't, that she was pregnant with your first child, did you believe that you were emotionally ready for a child? Some days. Then other days you probably didn't, right? Correct. Some days it was kind of scary. Some
1: days I was like, woo! And some days I was like, woo! Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. And she probably was the same oh, way. And she yeah. was going through a lot more oh, than you were. yeah. Those
1: emotional highs
0: and lows, baby. Now, I want to get back to the point, because, again, if you didn't watch that, if you were listening on a podcast, you didn't get the full effect. The ACOG, Guide to Language in Abortion. And, and, and this is the, this is the, what's the, what is the term used in 1984? Is it, it's something double, speak. Double speak. Double speak. We changed the definitions and what we should use. Do not say surgical abortion. Say abortion procedure. Don't say chemical abortion, or chemical abortion if you pronounce it correctly. It's a medication abortion. Don't say baby or unborn child. If it's less than eight weeks, say embryo. And if it's more, say fetus. Mitch, what does fetus mean in Latin? Baby. Interesting. Offspring. Do not use fetal heartbeat. Use embryonic or fetal cardiac activity. Notice these neck, the, those two right there separate the fact that it's a human being. Don't say elective abortion or abortion on demand. Just say abortion. By the way, I could just send these notes over to the South Carolina Senate, couldn't I? Don't say abortion provider. Say clinician who provides abortion. Okay, that's the same thing. (laughs) That's the same thing. Don't say womb. Say uterus. Don't say self-induced abortion. Say self-managed abortion. Don't say mother. Don't say mother. Because a mother would mean there's a child. You got to say veteran or person and don't say abortion counseling, say pregnancy options counseling and by pregnancy options, they mean options to end the pregnancy. What we have here, folks, is a failure to communicate and that failure to communicate is leading to the lives of children ending in the womb, in the body of their mother. The VA will sue me now. There are a couple of issues that I'm passionate about and that we as an organization are passionate about. You don't have any other right if you at first don't have the right to life. We are seeing a concerted effort by the federal government to make the United States a haven for women to have their children killed. That is a problem. So again, I'm going to connect it back to our first topic, which is the debate coming up tomorrow. I am longing to see somebody on that stage stand with boldness, courage, and conviction and speak truth. Just speak the truth. Don't hedge. Don't hedge, please. Because if you hedge, I won't vote for you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm going to have to. I have to vote for somebody. But if you're going to hedge, you're not going to be a good leader. No Compromise is sometimes the enemy of the good. I get that. And sometimes it's necessary to move the ball forward. Right. but you can compromise to move the ball forward while still holding deeply to your convictions and, and, and still striving to sure. hit that goal. We'll have more to come this week on that debate coming up tomorrow, Wednesday. We have more information for you about our event in North Spartanburg. Uh, in Spartanburg, at First Baptist North Spartanburg, Chloe Cole is joining us on November the 6th, We're working to stop the insanity, fighting against the mutilation of children in South Carolina and across the country. You'll be able to hear her story on the Monday, November 6th at 7 o'clock, First Baptist North Spartanburg. If you want more information on that event, please go to our website, palmettofamily.org, or you can go to our social media pages, Facebook, Twitter. We have the link there for you to purchase tickets, which, by the way, by purchase, I mean just click the button that you want them, and they're free. Register for the event.
1: And if you want to help sponsor the event, we need people who will step up, be heroes. Uh, for children in the state of South Carolina. If you want to be a hero, sponsor the event, there's a uh, link. Uh, Can we put it in the show notes? Yeah, we'll put it in the show notes. And uh, we'll have that on our website as well so that you can be a sponsor of the event. We've got several different sponsorship levels. We'd love for you to come and be a part of it. If you can't be there, be a hero, help sponsor the event, to help save the lives of children who are in the balance right now as a result of – Mutilation, whether chemically or surgically, Uh, and and I know someone right now, that's not happening in South Carolina. It is. It is. It will work. Chemically,
0: hormone treatments are are being given out at Planned Parenthood right down the street.
1: And we're going to do our very best to save families, parents, and children in the state of South Carolina. Absolutely. Help them and not harm them.
0: Absolutely. If you want more information on that, you can go to our website. If you want more information on us, you can also go to our website, palmettofamily.org. Make sure to give us that five-star rating and review on this podcast. If you're listening, we would appreciate it. We believe we've earned that. If you'd like to invest in the work we do at Palmetto Family, invest. You can give a weekly gift, a monthly gift, a yearly gift, a daily gift, a one-time gift, whatever you want to do. It's by your support and your investment that we're able to do things like this. And so we thank you. For being along the ride on the fastest growing and strongest conservative talk show in the state of South Carolina, that's this one. We have moved from an audio-only podcast produced once a week to produce multiple times a week to simulcasting on social media to a new set to new graphic work on the show, as you've seen, and now we're moving to a live show multiple times a week, and that's only because of your continued support. And so we thank you for that, for our entire team at Palmetto Family, Mitch Prosser, I'm Justin Hall. We'll talk to you later on this week. Have a great Tuesday, and God bless.